0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio.
1: For instance, you have a little child, you know, three, four years old, Your home. You see that child about to stick his hand to a hot cast iron skillet you're cooking. And you grab that hand and say, honey, don't touch that, that'll burn. And then you turn your back, go doing something else, and about that time you hear the child scream, and you turn and they've stuck their hand to that hot skillet, you pull it away and all the skin comes off. Well, you permitted them to do it, didn't you? But you didn't commission them. Why did you permit it? Because you couldn't do anything about it. They've got a will of their own. Your back's turned. If they want to do it, they can do it. And if people wanted to sin, break His commandments, they could do it. He's just reminding them what's going to happen if you do. It.
0: You're listening to Rhema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series "Love: The Way to Victory" by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message.
1: God does not send sickness upon His people, as some of these verses would seem to indicate, for the simple reason that God's Word teaches us that sickness comes from Satan. Acts 10 chapter in the 38th verse. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth the Holy ghost in power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. You see, what happened was these people broke his commandments. When they did, they were out from under his divine protection. They couldn't claim his protection anymore. And all God could do, he couldn't do anything else but that was to permit the devil to bring these afflictions upon them. You see, their sin and their wrongdoing was the thing that brought those dreadful diseases and plagues upon Israel. But if you'll keep my commandments, I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, here's another thing. Let me show you. Let me give you another illustration. And I think you can see it. For instance, you have a little child, you know, three, four years old in your home. You see that child about to stick its hand to a hot cast iron skillet you are cooking. And you grab that hand and say, honey, don't touch that, that'll burn. And then you turn your back, go doing something else. And about that time you hear the child scream and you turn and they've stuck their hand to that hot skillet. You pull it away and all the skin comes off. Well, you permitted them to do it, didn't you? But you didn't commission them. Why did you permit it? Because you couldn't do anything about it. They've got a will of their own. Your back's turned. If they want to do it, they can do it. And if people wanted to sin, break his commandments, they could do it. He's just reminding them what's going to happen if you do. Amen? Amen? And not only that, that wasn't your way of teaching that child that a hot skillet burns. You're not that cruel. And that wasn't God's way of teaching you to put sickness on you The sin don't pay. That's too cruel. You see, sickness and disease is not of love, and God is love. Amen. Amen. I said, amen. Amen. So we need to see that. But the thought we wanted to establish was, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, turn right on over to Exodus, the 23rd chapter, and notice. 23rd chapter of Exodus, 25th and 26th verses. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. Now, I don't believe that means that that's all they'd have to eat was bread and drink was water. But that's Symbolic. He'll bless your food. I'll bless your food. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Well, if sickness was taken away from the midst of them, that's talking about Israel, they wouldn't be sick then, would they? I said, would they? I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in the land. Now notice, but if you're not going to be sick, they wouldn't die, wouldn't they? No. He said, the number of thy days I will fulfill. Now turn over to Deuteronomy, the seventh chapter, and notice that God said it again. Seventh chapter and the 15th verse of Deuteronomy. And the Lord will take away from thee some sicknesses. All sickness. And will allow none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will allow them upon all them that hate thee. The Lord will take away from thee all sickness. So, now while I'm talking, turn again to the 13th chapter of Romans. And so, he said then to Israel, no, no, no Bible scholar, no theologian anywhere will dispute it. Everybody knows, we just got through reading it. You keep my commandments, you walk in my statutes, you do that which is right in my sight. I'll take sickness, I'll bless you, bread and water. I'll take sickness away from the midst of you, the number of your days you'll fulfilled. So then they had the potentiality of living their full length of time out down here below and not ever even being sick, didn't they? Amen. I said, didn't they? Amen. They had the, pot- the possibility, existed. The possibility, the potentiality of living the full length of time out down here below on this earth without sickness and without disease and fulfill the number of their days and without sickness, not even get sick to die. Amen. Just simply know they fulfill their days, sort of like F.F. F. Boswell, who wrote Christ, the, wrote Christ the Healer. We teach that here. He was 80 some odd years of age. Well, it was reported that he had a heart attack. Well, naturally, your heart's going to have to stop or else you're not going to die. That's the sense. If it keeps beating, you're going to stay around here. And so Brother Osborne, who lived here in Tulsa at the time, moved back here now, uh, he said he flew down to Miami, Florida, where he lived, and to see him. And he said, when I went in the room, when I, when, when I was ushered in, he, he was sitting up in bed. And when he saw me, he said, "Whoa, brother Osborne! It's time for me to go home. Greatest day of my life. God showed me it's time for me to go home. Hallelujah! Whoa! Glory to God!" And he went home. Oh, that's a good way to go, isn't it? Hallelujah! Amen. Praise God! Hallelujah! Amen. Well. That's what he said. Somebody said, yeah, but now, Brother Hagen, that's for Israel. That's not for us. That doesn't belong to us. Well, now, remember, I said we, for you to keep in mind that word over there in that eighth chapter of, of Hebrews where we read that we've got a better covenant. Better covenant established on better promises. Better promises, better covenant. What if you've got a friend, you know, and you say, I heard y'all got a new house. Oh, yes, yes, we've got a new house. Oh, it's so much better than the one we had. You know, we did live in a three-bedroom, two baths, and wall-to-wall carpet. We've got one bedroom and a half bath, and no carpet, much better. You'd say, dear God, have they gone crazy? Have they lost their mind? So we come over to the New Testament. We read here in the Old Testament, keep my commandment, fulfill my law. I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. The number of your days you'll fulfill, but we come over to a better covenant. Keep my law, fulfill my commandment, and you'll be sick and afflicted all your life. (laughs) Don't make sense, does it? Doesn't make sense, does it? Doesn't make sense, does it? All right, again, look into this 13th chapter of Romans. Look into this 13th chapter of Romans. This read it again, owe no man anything but to love one another. Now sometimes we take a verse out of its setting, make it say something. Some people think that that means you oughtn't to buy anything on credit. No, you ought to pay your bills. Amen. now if you don 't know how to use credit, of course, you may have to give up credit, but that don 't mean we people that 's got some sense don 't have to follow insensitive and stupid acts. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. No, that's not what it means at all. I know of a church, because one of our, one of our Rhema people told me about it, and he wasn't the pastor. He was only there just as an assistant. And they got a good church going down to Texas, running over 200, 200 and something. But they rented a building, you see, they just, just a commercial building, but running over 200. Think about that, in attendance, doing right well. And so a Baptist church outgrew their facilities. These nice facilities. They just couldn't, in the part of town where they were, they couldn't get any more property. So they went out to the edge of town, bought quite a large acreage and built a new church. And they offered to sell them their facilities at a real low price because they said people who are now dead have given money to, uh, to build this church. And some people wanted to, they could have made money because some developers wanted to buy the property, tear the church down, and build commercial property on it. See, because it could be done. Now, it's owned that way, see. And they'd made more money, but they said, no, we want it to go on being used as a church. Now, after all, we may disagree theologically, but one thing about it, we believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior. And and without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. You believe that just as much as we do, we'll sell it to you at this reduced price. One of the ladies of that congregation, her husband was a lawyer. And he'd come to church with her some. He heard them discussing it. And he said, I'll put up all the money. Give them all the money. Finance it for you. At 2% interest. Think about that. He said, I think that 2% would maybe pay the secretary for taking care of the bookwork, And they can make a monthly payment, you see. But the pastor said, no, nah, no. Nah. Bible said, oh, no, man, anything. We're not going into debt. They didn't go into debt. You don't get in debt until after you don't pay it. And then you owe it. Amen. long as I'm paying. Don't you, don't you pay your house rent? You owe that, don't you? But if you miss it and don't pay it, then you're in debt. Don't you pay your light bill? Amen. Sure, you use lights on the credit all the month. Water too, don't you? Promise to pay, don't you? Sure you do. See, see, but people have gone to the extremes about this and have missed God. And, and the curse came on them instead of the blessing. And struggle when they could have been blessed. And so this man said no, no, think about that. Think about that. Just buy the thing for him, this man and finance it for him for 2% interest. And that was back there when interest was high. And he said if if we can get by with 1%, if I can see my secretary can keep books, you know, and and we can get by, we'll, we'll just charge you 1%. No, no, we're not going in debt. Bible said, no, oh, no man, that's not what the Bible said. Didn't apply to them any more than it applied to you landing on Mars two weeks ago. <laughs> and that Rhema graduate went on to tell me, because see, see, he's not the pastor. He's just now working helping them as an associate. But you know, he knew this wrong, but you don't speak up, you know, you don't take sides against the leader, even if he is wrong. He'll find it out. If he don't, why, the congregation will find it out. But he went on to tell me that in less than two years' time, the church is dead, not a person it is gone. They miss God. I said they miss God.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Love and Inspiration Package, the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory, and the four-CD series by Ken Hagan, The God Kind of Love, both dynamic resources for just $29.95. That's $14 off the retail price. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at RAMA.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Hey, upcoming this month.
1: February. My goodness, this is uh, Winter Bible Seminar Month. Yes. February the sev- 17th through the 22nd. And we have Winter something Bible. new at Winter Bible this year. Yes. We're going to have... Uh, Services for uh, the JV youth and the varsity for youth. For all the youth. Yeah, the the fifth, sixth, and seventh graders, and the eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth graders. graders. That's right. So every night. Every night. Every mm-hmm. night. Uh, and they're going to end it with a big blowout deal on the friday night Mm -hmm. so hey for your parents it might have an opportunity to make it a family deal especially for the homecoming the the rhema people that are coming back and all the others that are coming hey just bring the whole family and have a great time that's right
0: tomorrow on rhema for today we continue with the teaching by kenneth e hagan love the way to victory thanks for listening to rhema for today with ken and lynette hagan